Let's go. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Versus Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Thorne, with my co-host. Austin James Barnhart. And I, like I think... James Barnhart. <laughs> Sorry. You're all good. I mean, we're still figuring out the Zoom thing, <laughs> trying to not talk over each other. But I think we've got a pretty good episode for you guys. I would say so. What about you, Austin? I think so. It's like a football is my favorite sport. I don't know about you. So, like, I think I can add more to the conversation than the last episode. But, yeah, I think it's going to be another good chat where we probably bounce off the wall. Yeah, lot, we but. probably will. But I think that's the great thing about this podcast is we can talk about whatever we want. It doesn't just have to stay on topic. It's going to be more of a casual conversation between you and I. And the topic, main topic we chose is the best defense of all time. Now, before we recorded this, me and Austin went down our defenses list and – for, I believe, three defenses, we chose the exact same. We went down the list. One, two, three. Had the exact same. We figured out two different defenses, so we've got you guys covered better than last episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it just really talks, like, speaks to, like, how both of us, like, we don't want to be, like, the stereotypical one, because, spoiler alert, neither of us are as picked the 85 Bears. Yeah. Like, that's the easiest answer anyone like who like has even like knows like a little bit about football would probably say like I'm going to just go ahead and say them now we picked Legion of Boom Mm -hmm. the 2015 Broncos defense and then the 2002 Buccaneers defense all three are great defenses and like I think the first two like were like kind of recency bias on our parts Mm -hmm. because those were like two of the great defenses that we saw growing up so like I don't know it just shows I think another thing to add to this debate is we weren't alive to see the greatness of the, like the, the purple people eaters or the giants defense or the 85 bears. So we can't really say how great we, we, they were unless we watch highlights. And I I don't think that's as good of an argument. Yeah. Like we didn't. Yeah. But we did see the Legion of Boo, Molly Wap and Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. We did see, um, the 2015 Broncos winning that Super Bowl for Peyton Manning mm-hmm. and ruining Cam Newton's life, basically. Yeah, I th- I think I think that's one of the, that's where kind of Cam Newton just like went on a decline after he was on a high, winning that MVP, getting to the Super Bowl, and then the Denver just knocked some sense out of him. Yeah, like that that Panthers team, 15 and one going yep. into the Super Bowl. Cam Newton, uh, I like what Pat McAfee says because I think it's very true. That defense, Vaughn Miller in that defense, took the happiness out of mm-hmm. Cam Newton, it seemed like. And, like, I think Cam Newton got too much crap after the super, after that Super Bowl. Like, only thing I, like, I agree with mildly is, like, mm-hmm. the fumble, like, when, yeah. like, the ball was knocked out of his hand and he, like, didn't die for it. But, like, I don't know. I feel bad for Cam Newton now. Cam Newton should be on an NFL team, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you that he should be on an NFL team, but like he's not the sole reason they lost forty-three to eight. He's or was that? No, that was the that was, Seahawks. That was, that was the Seahawks. That beat what did they lose like twenty-four to ten? They were like in the game for most of the game. Yeah, but like, yeah, it was like I think they it wasn't like as close as most Super Bowls are nowadays. That's another thing. Like, I just now remembered like. Super Bowls nowadays are, like, a lot closer mm-hmm. than they were back in the day. Back in the day, the Super Bowls kind of sucked back in the day. Like, yeah. that 49ers-Chargers Super Bowl where Steve Young got his Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. The 
the 49ers just went to work on them. Um, let's see here. The 85 Bears, their mm-hmm. Super Bowl against the Patriots, that wasn't even close. Like, Super Bowls in the back of the day weren't good games. And we've kind of been spoiled, at least in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. But most of the Super Bowls we've seen have been pretty good games yeah. and memorable games. I think that just speaks to how much of a talent gap that like, that a lot of teams have bridged. It's not just like a bunch of super teams going on. Like we saw last year with the Ravens just out of nowhere, we thought they were going to go to the AFC championship, but they lost to the Titans. So like, yeah. there's no real, like you could see, uh, you could say Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are easily like the best team, but don't forget two years ago, they lost to the Patriots. So it's not just as as like disproportionate as it used to be. Yeah, like the NFL now, and like especially when compared to other sports, the worst team in the NFL is closer to the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like when compared to like the worst team in the NBA compared to the best team in the NBA, and like pass on, and like in the NFL, like the '85 Bears were probably a lot better than oh, what's the team that would have sucked the. 85 Indianapolis Colts. The Colts mm-hmm. weren't that good back in the day. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the level of competition is definitely evened out in the NFL. Not saying, like, all NFL teams are equal, mm-hmm. but they certainly are not. There's still the Cincinnati Bungles. <laughs> There's a reason why I call them the Bungles because <laughs> just worse operation in football at the moment. I think the Bungles are worse than the Browns at the moment when it comes to front office stuff and whatnot. Yeah, I mean the Browns. The Browns, to give them credit, they have a bunch of superstars on their team. I think it's just a matter of them figuring it out. While the Bengals are just starting from square one, they were. I remember a couple years ago, if it wasn't for a couple penalties, they would have, like, was it? It was against the Steelers or whatever, and they would have. Oh yeah, Vontez perfect. Like, yeah, and all that. Didn't they right. like almost reach like the AFC Championship or something like that? That year. No. No, because, like, that was the big thing with, like, Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton. I don't think Marvin Lewis won a single playoff game. Or they would have made the playoffs or something. I remember Mm -hmm. several years where Andy Dalton made the playoffs but never did anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think we're going to get back into our first topic. So, Austin, what is your argument for the best defense in the NFL history? All right, best defense, in my opinion, after going through the first three and trying to be (laughs) special – um, what is the 2000 Baltimore Ravens? Now mm-hmm. that's like, I think that's a, this is a defense like when like outside of the 85 Bears, a lot of people say is the best defense of all time. Yeah, but there's a reason for that. They carried Trent Dilfer to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Now, no disrespect to well, disrespect <laughs> towards Trent Dilfer, but Trent Dilfer like should not have half the one Super Bowl ring. He should not have any. But there because of that 2000 defense. Ravens defense. They were able to when they were able to get Trent Dilfer that Super Bowl ring, something that he does not deserve. But oh well, it'd be like that sometimes. I mean, to to add to your argument, you do have someone that killed somebody. So I he mean, did not kill somebody. I mean, when That's you're the, looking at somebody across the field and you see that man that like got charged with murder, you're telling me did. you're not a little bit intimidated. And Ray Lewis was not charged with murder. He did not kill anyone. I uh, think it was because it was self-defense, though. I think that was the whole thing why he got it dropped. Was, so, like, the reason, like, it was, like, basically what I understand and from what I understand, like, it was, like, he was in the room and, like, this dude, the d- person who ended up passing away, mm-hmm. like, he was getting a good old beating. Like, like not that's the other, other way, a uh, street beating, basically, yeah. is, like, the only way I can think of. 
And Ray Lewis was in the room, and he wasn't going to get involved with it. And the dude mm-hmm. ended up passing away. And there was, like, I want to say it was, like, Good Samaritan laws that were coming into play. Like, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis, like, you can, like, people can debate this as much as they want, like, if it was morally right or wrong or what. That Ray Lewis had the duty to step in and stop it from happening. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say whether I think he should have or shouldn't because I don't know enough about the situation. Mm-hmm. But that's how I understood the situation. I haven't done enough research into it, but I just know, like, the O.J. Simpson thing. Like, He's innocent. Uh, we'll get into that in another <laughs> episode. Next podcast, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Maybe, but I think, I think my defense may even – I don't want to say he could I – think, I think it has a definite shot at be like kind of – uh, taking down the Ravens for the best defense, and that is the 2003 New England Patriots defense, who also did have Tom Brady. But let's face it, Tom Brady was just coming into kind of the the star that he was. But that defense really carried them to where they were. Yeah, this it's not a coincidence. Like Tom Brady, like wins those three Super Bowls, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not a coincidence. Like when you like you look at like all right, all the the that those players on that defense mm-hmm. because that defense like had like a lot of great seasons in that span. When all those players started leaving, Tom Brady like went on a 10 year drought of not winning a Super Bowl. And yeah. it's not a coincidence that that happened. It, like Tom Brady, yes, he's one of the great quarterbacks of all time, not the greatest of mm-hmm. all time, but eh, he wasn't like, he wasn't the quarterback. He was like, let's say like, Oh, what's the year they won? 2008, 2009, something. 2007, seven. was it? Seven. Yeah, like the he wasn't the Tom Brady of 2007 and 2003 or 2001. He was he was six round pick Tom Brady, who should have been a second round pick. <laughs> yeah, and I to uh, Tom Brady's credit, his top receiver was Deion Branch, who winded up winning Super Bowl MVP. They also had Damian Woody on that team guarding. I'm sure you know, Austin, who Damian Woody is Yeah, on ESPN. He's one of my favorite guys on ESPN, to be honest. Yep. And then on defense, just let me name some names. I'm sure you know who Richard Seymour is, defensive end. Teddy Bruschi, linebacker. Willie McGinnis, linebacker. Mike Vrabel, linebacker. Left cornerback, Ty Law. In safety, to kind of round out the stars, Rodney Harrison, who did cost arguably the Patriots the 07 Super Bowl by not punching the ball out, but still an amazing defender. I think he might be in – is he in the Hall of Fame? I'm not sure if he is. I don't think he is yet. I, he, you can make an argument for him to be a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he is. Uh, I recommend watching – I think they did a football for life on him. I think I watched him. I think based on that documentary, how they showed him what his impact was, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But that's just how the documentary portrayed him. He was a really good defender for not only the Chargers, but for the Patriots. was one of the big reasons why the Patriots dynasty started. So, to defend my team a little bit, mm-hmm. the 2000 Ravens. Well, it has Ray Lewis, as we mentioned, yep. we alluded to earlier. Arguably the greatest linebacker of all time. I'll give you that, yep. Um, it had Rod Woodson. Oh, granted, Rod Woodson was kind of out of his prime at this point. Rod Woodson is wasn't nothing to sneeze at. I'm looking at the stats right now. He still had four interceptions at the ripe age of 35, aging like fine wine. Just getting I think better. Hall of Famer as well. I, yeah, I, he is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, 
pretty sure. Yeah, he was in the Hall of Fame. He was a Pro Bowler this year. Thing is about this defense, surprisingly enough, only one first-team All-Pro. Ray mm-hmm. Lewis being the only first-team All-Pro on this defense, but still the best defense of all time. Only three Pro Bowlers as well. The other pulled Pro Bowler being Sam Adams, a defense, the defensive tackle. On the other side was Tony Saragusa, that big fella. I love that name, Saragusa. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also oh, Chris McAllister. He was a cornerback, four intercept. No, my bad. He had four interceptions. And then Dwayne Starks, who I meant to say, led the team with six interceptions. Um, I want to say the scoring on this defense was ridiculous as well. Like, didn't they score like most of their points in their Super Bowl? I could be wrong about. I do not remember that. We, I was just born that Super Bowl, so <laughs> I don't. I, I don't remember. I wasn't even alive yet. Oh no, but, I was. I wasn't alive for like twenty days. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Here. All right. So thirty. Oh wait, I was wrong. Mastover was the kicker for that team. Mastover. Mastover. If, if y'all don't know, was the also the kicker. So the the second time the Colts made the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, Anna Vinatieri was hurt that entire year. So Mastover was actually the kicker for that <laughs> team of the year, and he had like the weirdest kicking style. Like I don't know if you remember this or not, Sam, but like he was the guy who like he would like I don't know if you can see what I'm doing with my arm, Sam, but like he would like point at the ball like with both of his arms like this, <laughs> and like and he would, like according to Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee talked about this on like his podcast one time mm-hmm. and he was like okay man let's kick let's do it for jesus for jesus <laughs> like master over the stereotypical nerd mm-hmm. kicker not very great for the brand but you know okay yeah. i was wrong about the one thing though about the ravens scoring the majority of their points Dwayne starks how i mentioned earlier though 49 yard interception return um mm-hmm. Jermaine Lewis, that name sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, he was the running back for that. Oh, he was a receiver, my bad. Jamal, yeah, I think you mean Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to say the 2000 Ravens, just how dominant that defense was, too. Like, if I go on the thing real quick, that Ravens offense only scored more than 20 points two times that season. So, no, uh, excuse me, three times that season. But they always oh go ahead. Yeah, so like to have an offense that's only scoring wait, am I looking the right thing? Oh wait, they only allowed twenty points three times that season. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Oh my goodness. I'm very <laughs> embarrassing on my part. But they only allowed twenty or more points three times that season. One of them against the Jacksonville Jaguars, not a great look. Let's overlook that. So um yeah. Best defense of all time, 2,000 Ravens. So, Austin, the offensive coordinator for the 2003 Patriots, you mentioned how Trent Dilfer was your quarterback, but the offensive coordinator for the 03 Patriots was none other than Charlie Weiss. Do you know uh, who that is? That's the former Notre Dame coach. It was the worst Notre Dame coach in our lifetime, at least. Bingo. So you want to know why the defense had to step up? Because they had Charlie Weiss doing the playing calls. But also, who can you guess – who the Patriots beat in the conference championship to get them to that Super Bowl. That was the year they would have beat the Colts. Yes, and they had Peyton Manning that year, correct? Yes, they did have Peyton Manning that year. But and, that was like before Peyton Manning was good in conference championship. Still, and New for, England. A, 
this was his what going into his probably fifth season. So yeah, he, so he had some years under his belt, and he only scored fourteen points on that defense and on the wild card or divisional round because they got to buy with their fourteen and two record, which is also an, another great point. Fourteen points. I don't even know who the Titans had. Um, they would have that, they would have had McNair back then. McNair. They even they even proves my point. They stopped Steve McNair and Peyton Manning in the playoffs. I want to say that was the year too to like add to your point. McNair and Manning, I think, would have been co MVPs that year. I could be wrong. And then Panthers. I was it Delome that year. Yeah, Jake Delome, Steve Smith, who was a who was a beast back then. Steve Smith still is a beast. Be like yeah, Steve Smith. Life. Yep. Oh, they the Panthers also had Muhammad back then too. Muhammad was a receiver for them. That was really good. Okay, I want to say that was his last name. And then to bring up the first team All Pros, Richard Seymour got a first team All Pro. Ty Law got a first team All Pro. Rodney Harrison got a pro, uh, first team All Pro. But how does Rodney Harrison get a first team All Pro but no Pro Bowl? Uh, that's like Darius Leonard his first year, his rookie year. Darius Leonard was first team All Pro, no Pro Bowl. That's another thing we need to talk about. How I hate the Pro Bowl. I hate I hate All Star games in general. I hate the all, NBA All Star game. I hate the Pro Bowl. MLB All Star game is like the best one out of them all, but it's still a joke. What they what I think they need to do is scrap the game. Let's say let's say fuck it. Just get rid of the whole just game in general and do a bunch of kind of mini games. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember or if you ever watched like the YouTube videos of like the the strongest arm competition. like Yeah, uh, bring all those back. Those were yeah. like – it's cool watching that stuff. Exactly. Like, just different – like, kind of like – I don't want to say combine-esque in a way, but, yeah, kind of a combine-esque thing where you just have a bunch of uh, NFL players doing mini games. Because I watched the Pro Bowl, like, games. Like, they do dodgeball and they do – what else do they do? Like, an obstacle course. They, they do the the one catching station where, like – like, all right, do a sideline catch here. Yeah. Nah. Over the wall catch. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Here's what they they should do what you're doing, but to mm-hmm. get the players to like try, put money on the line. Yeah. The players don't put their own money on the line. Well, they That's do like, put money on the game though. They do put money on the game, but like it's And still, if you're like, MVP, you get a truck. Ooh. Or it's it's some sort of car, whoever sponsors the Pro Bowl, but still. But like, I don't know. Put like Money on the line because, like, the people the players are going to be more likely to try and like the little like combine esque for the lack of a better term, yeah, comp- competitions and the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl no one wants to get hurt during the Pro Bowl, yeah, like you don't want to like be the jack wagon trying too hard and like I don't know, break your arm going yeah. into free agency. But Austin, wouldn't you want to see a uh, 40 yard dash between uh, heart like a Tyree Kill? A hardman who who else is like super fast? Uh, uh, John Ross who who broke the record throw. Who uh, who else is a really fast person? I'm uh, blanking right now. Uh, Saquon, Saquon. Let's say Saquon, Saquon Bark. I, I I think he would get beat, <laughs> but the point still remains. If you do all these mini game type things, I think I'd be more interested in it than how it's I actually want to see a 40-yard dash between Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Phil Rivers. Get all the old white quarterbacks in there and let's see who, 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 who's a two, who's a two, like, two-tool caliber quarterback with the legs yeah. and the arm. 
And then what else? I don't. I don't even know what else you could do. You could do what's what's another what's another mini game? I don't even another know. Mini. Um, bench press. You can just straight bench up press. bench press. How many reps you can go on bench press? I remember seeing a video of Larry Allen getting like a. Mm-hmm insane amount of reps in on the bench press and the pro bowl like imagine big q um zach martin uh mm. the guy from baltimore like oh what's the guy's name oh, not marshall yonda that's that's what it is marshall yonda oh okay yeah I, uh w- did you see i don't know if you saw the video it was on um like uh pardon my take of uh aaron donald saying how much like he bench presses how much does it I, I forget the number. It was like him and DK Metcalf talking, and they were trying like DK Metcalf because you know how like swole he is was trying to show off, and Aaron Donald wasn't having none of it, and like he just like basically like babied him in that conversation, embarrassed him. I, I would want to see Aaron Donald do a bench press against Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. What uh, is kicking competition? Kicking competition. They do like kicking tic tac toe, which I thought was kind of cool for the first time, but like. Or, Punting, punting. I wish I could have seen Pat McAfee like see how far he could punt. Mm. Yeah, that would be punting competition. Um, there's all sorts of stuff they could do really that like would be fun. Just put money on the line for it, and, like yeah. that too incentivizes the players to like try actually try during these competitions. I mean, like, obviously yeah. they're not going to go like sweaty like 13 year old on Call of Duty yeah. try hard, but like they're going to be like. They're going. They're more likely to try if you like. Hey, if you win first place, gets twenty k. Yeah, or something like that. Like Pat Mahomes versus Josh Allen. I want to see who could throw the first because it's like alleged that Josh Allen could throw eighty yards or whatever, and Pat Mahomes threw out of the stadium that mm-hmm. one before a game. So like, just a way to make the game, just to make the like probable significant, but not like. How game. would you feel about seven on seven flag football? I wouldn't mind that. I, I've watched um, – I don't know if you know this. Michael Vick plays in a flag football league with Terrell Owens, and I've watched that. It's pretty cool. I don't mm-hmm. mind it. I think that would be cool. Seven-on-seven seven flag football. Like, I don't know. Mahomes with T.Y. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Who was another receiver in the AFC? Yeah. No, yeah, just like the best receivers and tight ends in the AFC with Mahomes, who's Mahomes or Jackson, and then like Wilson with the Thomas – Hopkins, Julio Jones. Yeah. I will say, I think out of all the leagues, I think the NBA does the week the best. I'm not saying the game. The game doesn't really matter as much. I think the week, the NBA does the best. You got the three-point competition, which is always cool. You got the slam dunk competition. By the way, Aaron Gordon should have won the slam dunk competition. Twice. No should have won it twice by now. I don't know who won the skills competition. It wasn't Jason. Jason lost. Was it Sabonis lost? Sabonis made it to the final. I don't remember who he lost to. I want to say Sabonis made it to the final. Yeah, it was against him and another, like, big guy, I want to say. Was this Jokic? Yeah, maybe. Here, maybe. I can look it up real fast. I, I know it's some big dude that's uh, 2019 skills challenge NBA. My problem with the NBA All-Star Week is that, like, with the dunk contest, the dunk Fam contest. Adebayo, though, by the way. Oh, uh, sorry. But, like, dunk contests, it's getting, like, too repetitive now, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like – unless Aaron Gore is in the dunk contest, I don't really find myself caring about the dunk contest, to be honest. And then Aaron Gordon said he's not going to do it anymore. Um, Three-point contest. Uh, Three-point contest, like, 
here's the thing with like the NBA, like none of the they can't get the big name players to do it. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron Gordon's like the only like big name player I could think yeah. of that really does it. Like even the three point contest, like I guess Clay does it. Steph does it. Steph's done it. I didn't know Steph done it. Steph and but, his like, brother. Yeah. Steph and his brothers done. Has like, but like, has James Harden done the three point contest? Recently? Uh, I I think JJ Reddick's probably done it. I think. I I I don't I don't think James Harden's done. I don't think because James Harden's not like a set three point shooter though. I guess, but I don't know. Has thirty additional seconds, so he can do his double step backs whenever. He wants to. I I I think there's probably some rule against that though. <laughs> it's probably some rule. <laughs> but I think I think the downfall is of the slam dunk contest started when LeBron James said he would never do it. Yeah, that that's a good point. I mean, look look at the big names. You don't ever have Katie. You don't ever have has Rust on a slam dunk contest. Probably not. I, I mean, it. he's the most like not best dunker, but the most powerful one. How are you gonna not have him? You had Victor Oladipo that one year with the stupid Black Panther thing. You've but got, like Oladipo was like he was a star in Indiana. No denying yeah. that. But like, was Oladipo really a star in the NBA when not, he did that? Not really. Like he was a, like a above average player but he wasn't a star yeah. by any means yeah like like glenn robinson won the dunk yeah. contest not no disrespect to glenn robinson mm-hmm. the third, but yeah. like come on man i will <laughs> say the coolest thing out of last year's dunk contest was seeing pat Connaughton dunk i never realized how good he was till mm-hmm. he did i will say that's a good thing is they're showcasing like lesser known players like a dennis smith jr a mm-hmm. pat Connaughton, a um Who's another one? Um, I, um, Aaron Gordon when he first did it, he wasn't Aaron Gordon. I, I'm thinking, was it there? Um, was did Chris Middleton do it one year? He did. I think he did. A dunk Chris contest. Middleton, yeah. When he honestly, was he did a three point contest one year too. I yeah. Could be about that. Zach Levine. Levine. I like. I I appreciate that they're coming to Indianapolis. That's going to give us a lot. That's going to help the city out. I, mean, so I, I just is that supposed know. to be coming next year or the year after? Oh, it's 2021, isn't it? Yeah. So, man, if we get screwed because of the coronavirus, like, yeah, I'm always <laughs> mad about that. I think it's if we're gonna if they're if they're already talking about opening backup like college football, like not just fans, they haven't said anything, but I feel like a year's time is enough. Who's even having it next year? Is it Chicago? Or did they they had it this year? I think Chicago had it this year. I don't know who's having it next year. Let me look it up. I I know like it seems like they're doing a lot of small markets now. I want to say maybe Utah actually. Or it, I, where is it? It's twenty twenty NBA All Star location. Do you, are you a fan of the Joe Rogan pot? Or like, have you ever watched Joe Rogan? I have not. I've I, I've listened to it a little bit. Like okay. I know he's coming to Spotify and all that. Mm. Um, there was um, he had Bill Burr on. Bill Burr, probably my favorite comedian. I, I saw that one clip. Yeah, <laughs> of like it's like Joe Rogan's like, you want people to wear masks outside? Yeah. yeah. And Bill Burr's like, let's not do this, Joe. Yeah. He's like, we're not going to sit here. Neither of us medical experts acting like we know more than the CDC. <laughs> See that that was frustrates me. I don't know if you've noticed that people think they know more than they yeah. do mm-hmm. like i have so many people at ball state whatever i i mentioned this in my other podcast uh like just the amount of people who think they have doctorates and can say think right. they know what they mean it's just frustrating 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it is frustrating. Like, just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to assume I know more than the mm, CD. Yeah, neither am I. I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not going to lie. It is frustrating, like, having to mm. wear the mask. Yeah. Having to social distance and whatnot. Like, being stuck in a line and not mm. knowing if you're, like, oh, am I actually six feet apart or am I, like, five feet <laughs> apart or something like that. Like, not nah, like. It is all that stuff is frustrating, but like I'm not gonna act like, man. I don't think we should actually be doing this. I think this is biological warfare by the Chinese. Like, no, I'm not one of those people. Like, if you're going to like, if some if the CDC is like, hey, we think this came from a bat because the meat yeah. markets in China are kind of messed up, and so if we think someone got a hold of a bat and ate it, and that's how it made the transfer to humans, I'm willing to believe that. <laughs> But Austin, are you actually following the six feet apart thing? And are you actually wearing the mask at all times? I'm not wearing the mask at all times. I just got actually the training meeting I had today at my job. They gave us two masks. Oh, fancy. Yeah, like with like a little, the royal pen crown. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to look like bowling pens. I got a white one and a gray one. Probably not going to wear the gray one because it just doesn't look that good. Yeah. But yeah. So I had to wear that there. The only place I think like are enforcing is a couple like grocery stores, like Walmart I think is, and then there's Target isn't. I know that Kroger isn't, but other than that, because I got my haircut, you you have to do it at haircut places. Yeah, you have so. to have the mask at the haircut place. That, I was wondering like how they would work around the mask because I got my haircut not that yeah. long ago. Now I don't know what they did for you, but like they had like to like get the sideburns. And stuff. Yeah, they had me, like, yeah. Hold the mask. Yeah. Yeah, they did the same for me. On the first, I will say, however, they like I like got a, like a disposable Mac, so like it didn't cost much. But they like broke it because they didn't have me hold it, so they mm-hmm. just got me a new one. But like I think they've learned that just like hold it, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, crazy times we find ourselves in. But I think oh, I, I don't know ahead. if I, I don't know if I said this on the last podcast. Sorry, but like. Um, like I was talking to some of my friends who are like social studies education majors mm-hmm. right? and like I was joking around like with them like y'all are gonna have to like teach this entire year in one unit someday yeah I, but when I look up the back on the all-star thing it says 2020 all-star location is Chicago so 21 is in Banker's Life so I think they do it as like a 2020-21 season so we are having it this next season on Valentine's Day Noise, nice. So all you no. single dudes out there you can go wash your. <laughs> oh, <sorry. No> noise. <laughs> what was funny is this past uh, Valentine's Day they had Sonic premiering in theaters. So no, imagine, <laughs> imagine all the single. Uh, no offense to all you people, Sonic fans, but like geeks going to watch Sonic on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm sure there was not to like want to use the word again. Geek, geek couples. There probably was. Some. Yeah, yeah, to your credit, there probably is some like gamer couples that went. But the point remains. I think it's yeah. Did you see that movie? I never saw that. Movie. I never saw. I like. I did. I'm not a big. I played Sonic <laughs> like the video game, but like I was never invested in it. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, I only only thing I really know of Sonic 
is the one kid on YouTube. He's yeah. grown up now, but Sammy, the classic Sonic fan. <laughs> I love oh those God. videos on YouTube. <laughs> I saw a video recently. It was like him, like grown up version of, I think mm-hmm. he's around our age. I could be wrong. Okay. But like, it was him acting like little kid him. Mm-hmm. And it was the funniest thing ever. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But I, I like what I, I like for some reason I was thinking back on the movies things like I, I don't know why, but it just like comes back to me like Senior Skip Day. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to go see Endgame. Yeah, Skip. and I just I thought it was the funniest thing that you almost cried in Endgame. I <laughs> almost did cry, bro. Iron Man dying. It's pretty sad. Spoiler alert. No, Probably you should. can't. You can't say spoiler. How how that that how long ago was that? That was over a year. Over a year. Yeah, over, what? Like, almost two years ago now. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, come on. Let's let's be honest. Wait, no, what? No, that that's only a year ago. Was it? Yeah, because it's, it's March. I think wasn't it March? No, it was. Uh, I want to say April. So that was a year ago. Yeah, because we graduated 2019, and it's only 2020. So it feels still, like two years ago. Yeah, still, if like it was like the world's grossest moving, like 99 percent of people have probably seen it at this point. If you haven't, you've been slacking. You've been I don't slacking. Care. You deserve that spoiler. <laughs> exactly. Like, but I like I just I just don't have that connection with movies unless it's like a sad, like a really sad part. Like I don't know if you watched Up. Like you've seen the movie up with yeah, like, I almost cried during that movie. That, when I, was see, I I will give you like that's one movie I like will cry during. It's I don't know Iron Man like dying. It wasn't that emotional for me. You're just not nerdy enough in the same. I'm, You're just not nerdy. I'm enough. just not. I'm I'm like oh, like I think I'm more like attached to like sports movies. I feel you. That's fair. So would you cry during um, Remember the Titans? Would you cry during that movie or Rudy? Rudy, why would I cry during which part would I cry during Rudy? I like forget. happy tears, like at no, the end. No, I'm, I'm, nah. if, I, I, if I cry, no, it's more man. like sad. Like, remember the Titans is sad, but like, I think I may like get close to crying, but I don't know if that would push me over the edge. Speaking of things that like made that made me cry, mm-hmm. um, media that made me cry, my f- favorite game all time is The Last of Us, and tomorrow uh-huh. is The Last of Us Part Two's coming out and like the spoilers like part of the game was leaked online mm-hmm. so like a bunch of spoilers are online i've been able to avoid all of them i am so ready to cry tomorrow i thought that company went bankrupt or no something. that was that was telltale telltale was the company who made the walking dead games okay where, like, yeah where it's like all your choices matter but like they don't yeah. really yeah naughty dog is the company that makes the last of us and best game of all time best game in my opinion, best game of all. Oh, awesome. Back on game. Since I know you own a PS, was it 4, right? Yeah, PS4. Are you going to buy the outrageous PS5? Probably. Isn't it? I heard it was going to be like 800 bucks. They haven't announced the price, which is nerve-wracking. Because, like, they're coming out with two, is the thing. Mm-hmm. They're coming out with the one where you can use disc with it, and then there's the one where there's no disc with it. Okay. And you, it's all digital. And my friend Pac-Man on PlayStation, shout out to my friend Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his theory is the one that you don't have the disc with, like so it's like all the games are digital. Yeah. Like that one's going to be, the price for that one's going to be way lower than the one with disc. Because with the one where all the games have to be digital, you have to buy the games through PlayStation Store. 
Yeah. So those be getting the money more yeah. money directly that way. So yeah. I don't know if that one's like I don't know. I think the price for them is going to be in the five hundred six hundred dollar one. Okay. Which is still nothing to sneeze at, but like yeah, I don't know. You're, I, you're, you're, def- you're still gonna buy it. I'm probably gonna buy it. Like probably not. Like day one, I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. I'll definitely be saving money for it. I feel the same way about Xbox. I like I haven't I haven't decided whether I'm gonna buy. I know I'm probably gonna pre-order Madden 21 because I'm having a lot of fun on Madden 20. Even though, like in Austin, if you remember, I dominated you on your console in Madden. 20. All right, all right. Look, I haven't played Madden in months at that point. I still don't like the. Here's the thing with Madden, like especially this Madden. I wasn't a big fan of this year's Madden. Yeah. I don't like the X Factor stuff. Am I the only person who doesn't like the X Factor stuff? I like hate it. I think it you can play like regs and stuff, so you don't have to play with X Factors. You, you can, yeah. So like, I think Play Now doesn't have X Factors. I like, I could be totally wrong, but like, I'm pretty certain there's like Ultimate Team does and Draft does. But I think if you do regs, there's no X Factors. Okay, because like, I don't want to be like, I don't want like T Y Hilton all of a sudden to go super sane on me. And like, but, jump fifty feet. Like, yes, there's an aspect of fun. it was fun for like the first week, the yeah. X Factor stuff. But like, I just don't like that. In Madden. But I think I even just, when we played each other, there wasn't any X Factor. Just for the record, I know, I know, I know. But in my defense, I hadn't played in months. I in understand. Madden. If you give me, uh, if you give me a week of playing of preparation, you will you still not be me. No, you, you would have been Molly Wong. Awesome. I run a 01 trap like no other. I I I have the I would say a solid run defense. Like I figured out the ways to stop run runners. Like if in Madden 21, is it going to go back to the days of Michael Vick, where like hey you can't you play the Falcons, we're like no Ravens. Uh, I I don't know. I haven't really seen. I think they I think they did a trailer. I haven't checked it out, but I think Madden has to figure out the lane that they want to go through. Because I don't think you can make both people who want it realistic happy and people who want it arcadey happy. Like, you want it realistic to a fault, like where shit, T.Y. going up and catching (laughs) on two people is impossible. I don't want want T.Y. mossing Richard Richard Sherman every single play. So, like, I I think they need a sexual lane, like, here's our product, this is what we're going to do. Like, if they're going to have an arcadey, Make it the most arcadey happen, like you understand it's gonna happen, or make it super realistic. In my opinion, are we gonna have NCAA football back with like all these states? Unless, like, unless Congress passes something, and then obviously, EA or as I, I don't know what company would be working on it at that point. Whether it, like EA would try to do or Two K would do, it, but they would have to come with some agreement with the players, like the conferences and whatnot. So it's. I don't think we'll get twenty one. Our best bet is probably twenty two. Twenty two. I miss NCAA football. I still I, get all my PlayStation. I do, and um, I have a buddy at Ball State who's willing me to willing to sell me uh, NCAA basketball. So, I'll oh, be able to, the one with Blake Griffin on the cover. I think so. I talked to him about. It. I forget, but like then I'll have football and basketball. It's. I'm looking- I like Blake Griffin is on a cover. I just I believe it's that one. I'm just not sure. Fun fact: According to Forbes, did a thing where like they like all right, people, what's your least favorite company in America? Yeah, and the least favorite company in 2013 was 
EA. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. The people hate EA. They still hate it to this day, but they really hated EA. I, like, I feel like people are just mad because they're not good at games and they just want EA to bail them out. Because let's be honest, I get mad at Madden all the time, but I know it's because I'm just not a professional at it. If I was yeah. a professional at it, I would be having the most fun. If I was beating everybody, everybody would love EA, but you can't. So That's that's definitely part of it. But back then, they would have hate EA. Not to like get like all nerdy mm-hmm. on you. But yeah. like there's this company called BioWare, right? BioWare is yeah. the company that made the Mass Effect and Dragon Age games. Okay. And they like like they had BioWare up to a few years up to this point. Yeah. But, like the, the EA policies at BioWare were mm-hmm. starting to be implemented at this point. Yeah. You were starting to see it in the games and like Dragon Age 2, I think Dragon Age 2 came out. Mhm. Dragon Age 2, worst Dragon Age game. And anyone who's played the Dragon Age games would say that. Like, they only got a year to make it when compared to the other Dragon Age games. They get, like, four to five years to make it. And so, like, a lot of people were mad at EA at that time. And, like, when you look into it, like, EA and the gaming industry, they're kind of like, they got their fingers in, like, everything somehow. It's, like, honestly ridiculous. I want to say EA owns part of Ubisoft, which is one of the bigger gaming companies. Yeah. Part of Activision, which is like the people who do Call of Duty, yeah, which is weird to me because they own part of Activision, yet they still yeah. release the Battlefront games, not Battlefront, yeah. Battlefield, Wait, mm-hmm. Battlefield, Battlefield, whichever one or Battlefield, one, one of them Star Wars, and one of them's not Star Wars. Star Wars is Battlefront, right? Like Battlefield is just Battlefield, yeah, yeah Battlefield, and the Battle, they, but they release the Battlefield games. Like indirect competition to Call of Duty, but yeah. anyways, I don't know. We're talking about a lot about gaming now, which I'm yeah. not complaining about. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining about either. That's the same thing with like I have a problem with 2K is because I don't, have you played a 2K game recently? Like I I, sk- I skipped issues 2K. I yeah, I don't even have 2K's game is because it's pay to win. I think every single 2K is pay to win. Did you? I don't know if you saw like how many acquisitions. They they got this year. They they got wrestling. They got uh, obviously NBA two K. They got um, they they're doing like an arcadey NFL game. NFL so. game yeah. And then um, golf. They bought the rights to golf. Oh, so they're gonna be the people making like the Tiger Woods PGA golf. Yeah, game? yeah. Nice. So like, I I <laughs> think I would be happy with two K is if they just did one single two K and then updated the rosters, like added DLCs. I think. I would love to. I would buy the 2K game and then like constantly play it. Yeah. Did you see Zion's probably going to be on the cover of the new 2K? Because I, I watched the trailer. I don't know if you watched it. I watched the trailer too, and I'm really excited about the new sweat animations. I have <laughs> oh my God. Don't like, get started on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I want my 2K games. Big sweaty men. Oh, yeah. But the different, yeah, the, the I think Madden. I was talking to my buddy about it. it. Actually, it actually showed some stuff. I didn't watch it, but that's what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm probably not going by the new 2K. I, I know I'm going to get the new Madden. I yeah, will say so I'm I. not, but I'm definitely going to get the new Madden. Oh, but. Austin! Another thing that I cross platform. Why haven't they done cross cross platform yet? Some games do have cross platforms, but Madden so like, doesn't. Yeah, Madden should definitely have cross-platform. I want to beat you every single day. You won't beat me. All right, now I have to get Madden 21 and show you this work because ain't no one run a cover three defense like me. Here, I'll I'll, I'll give you a week's notice before I'm coming down to Bloomington or give give me a week's notice. I still need to come up to Ball State. You do? 
I was gonna come up to Ball State, but that was like the week they closed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like the like the week they closed it, and I was just like off it. I'm done. Like I'm leaving. Yeah. So like there was no point to. Uh, I know, but I I'll definitely be down. So put this in your calendar somewhere. <laughs> Ball State plays IU. I think it's week three. Oh, and football. Like, yeah. So you look up the day, and then. You spend like a month or a week or whatever how long you want to prepare for it, and I'll still beat you. And I'll have an apartment this time. I like. There's gonna be no. I don't want to hear no excuses from you. I want. The, there I won't want, be no excuses, man. Because I, I don't want to hear excuses from you when I beat you with Lamar with Philip Rivers, 100 yards rushing, 500 yards passing. What's what's that look for, bro? You don't think Philip Rivers and his 10 kids can beat you on in Madden? No, even no. even even if you had, let's say, like every legend from Jerry Rice to Randy Moss, you would still not throw for five hundred pass. You would, for the max, throw for two hundred. Nah, Ty's getting three hundred all all by himself. Oh. It's gonna be one hundred yards of rushing for Mac, two hundred for Taylor. Um, Pittman's gonna have a hundred yards. He's gonna be great. Uh, Jack Frankenstein, Jack Doyle is gonna have fifty yards. Receiving, he should have more, but he'll be caught because he runs like <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Um, I'm going to trade. First thing I'm going to do on Mad Twenty One is trade for Ebron. Not going to lie, no cap. <laughs> but Austin, so you you watch me beat you. Do you really think I'm that bad to let that happen? I I just want your honesty. I'm not. I'm not saying you're bad. I'm just saying so, so, I'm that good. But if I'm not that bad, no person that bad will allow that to happen. <laughs> even even like, like I'm not saying you, you're allowing it to happen I'm just saying you don't have a choice in the matter I will <laughs> oh who was it I'm, I'm going to ask Jake of this later but I used to play the one kid who go, went to our school yeah. like I'm like I was friends with him on PlayStation I wasn't really friends with him in real life and I don't really <laughs> talk to him like that much but he was a cool kid though but like he would like he used to play me in madden i the same thing i used to do this with matthew prode as well like this was back when like i played madden all the time yeah i don't remember which one it was but i'll have them pick the team and they'll pick like the jets or the browns or something yeah and i was still no austin trust me trust me i will do you want to put money on it I'm willing to put twenty bucks on it. Okay, I'll I'll match it. Twenty bucks it is, because I guarantee you will not. You won't even get half that. I'll 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 give you I'll give you seven. I'm points not. Uh, so, are, so are we saying we're we're betting on who's winning? Or yeah, who's winning? Yeah. All right, all right. We're not doing points or none <laughs> of that betting bullshit. No, we're doing. Like, we're putting, no over under. We're, we're putting twenty on the table. Mm-hmm. And then whoever one gets it. I thought. Or maybe uh, we should give it to Cody, like a third party type thing, just to make sure there's no shenanigans. Because I trust no Cody. Because he, he, he's not going to be on your side, Austin. Cody's never on my side. Cody's That's what on I'm my saying. party. So you want someone who's on So you want Jacob side who's on your side? <laughs> I'm just saying, we put it on the table. And we'll, here, here's what we'll do. You'll come up to my apartment. Okay. We'll, like, I'll have my big TV. I won't have the small monitor in my room. Okay. I'll have that in my room. I'll have the big TV in the living room. Yeah. And we'll play it on the big TV. Mm-hmm. And it'll be me and you. You're going to get your butt whooped. You're going to give me 20 bucks. And easy as that. You no, paid no, my, no. You helped me pay for rent that, that month. 
How, do you even know? Have you even like signed a lease or? So I signed the lease, but the lease isn't complete yet because I haven't made the first payment yet. Okay, I got you. Do you have to put? I'm guessing you have to put down a deposit. Um. So. Like, so like, see, like they said, they you don't have to do that. They they were acting like you could use like so. There's no down payment because with most rent like most of the time when you're renting an apartment yeah. it's like you pay first month's rent and last month's rent as like security like yeah. so they're like yeah but they didn't do that i think they were just trying to get rid of apartments at this point okay. because we me and cody jacob got tagged, tagged along at the end mm-hmm. i'm trying to like so but it was mainly me and cody who were looking for an apartment we like signed the lease when did we sign the lease it was like last month i think we signed the okay lease. And most people, at least at my college, I don't know about you, most people sign leases for this coming school year in the fall semester. Yeah, they, they normally do it ahead of time, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so um, we were really behind the eight ball on that when it came to signing the lease. So did, did like, you already signed the lease and then Jacob came on, or did you get Jacob so, on? So me and Cody were talking about it, and I was like, Jacob – told me his parents his mom is moving. he lives with his mom his mom's moving and i was like hey and he was complaining about the king's island job as well probably yeah. jacob might get mad that we're talking about him during <laughs> i apologize jacob when you listen <laughs> to this but he like he quit his job at the amusement park he was working at because yeah. he like he he didn't want to at the time he really did not want to work there he was, like, i feel it yeah i feel there. that yeah so he and i Asked Cody like that day we signed the lease, like, hey, is it okay if Jacob mm-hmm. like tags along with us? And like part of the way I convinced him is like it's actually would be cheaper for all of us yeah. if Jacob joins us because like okay. instead of two people paying for it, it's three people paying for it. Yeah. So then Jacob and then like he's like, sure. And then we all filled out the application that day mm-hmm. and they sent it to us immediately. Like, all right, here's the lease, sign it. And we're like, if you sign it, you get fifteen dollars off. You didn't yeah, even like, look at it? Yeah, we read it. Like, okay, I was I was thinking like you just like signed it without reading. I'm like that's and by reading it, I mean skimmed it, but No, Austin, <laughs> that's going to bite you. <laughs> I guarantee it. It won't bite us. It won't bite us. I do know we like I have read it now. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that is like sh- shady. See? Yeah. Is like we can't criticize the apartments or whatever. So what does that mean? So like we can't like make a post on Instagram saying like, "Oh, reserve on third is bad." I mean, I mean, that's no, a, I get, but at the same time, it's like, well, man, why do y'all care if I do that? that? That's the same way at like Kroger. Like you can't like I I believe like it's it was like a year and a half ago that I signed on. Like one of the rules is like you can't bring like negative publicity or like. If yeah. you do something off campus, like you, like you could get fired for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But I don't know. That's the only thing I've seen in the releases, shady. And like, I don't know. Uh, this is frustrating, but like, this is just how it works. Mm-hmm. It's like we move in August twentieth, but we gotta pay rent August first for the month of August. But, but when like, you think of it, kind of makes sense. Works in most places, though. So it may yeah. it makes sense though. Like even though you're only doing it for eleven days or whatever, like. you're still there that month yeah like but i think to get back on topic so (laughs) what we're even talking about best defenses right so is there any other point you want to make for your teams 
for my teams. Yes. Um, I still think Legion of Boom was my number one. Yep. Um, Richard Sherman's better than Darrell Rivas. Just going to say that. Oh, no. wait, 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 wait. You're aware of that, right? Of that beef? Yes, and I'm disagreeing with you. You're disagreeing with me? You cannot compare. You cannot say a cover three who needs safety help is better than a man-on-man corner who is on an yes, island. Can. Yes, you can. I, I am fine with saying Richard Sherman is better at the type as a better cornerback because he does his job better than Darrell Revis. You Did you watch this? past was it it was i think it was the nfc divisional it was or maybe it was the super bowl it was i'm sure you've seen the clip of him getting burned one-on-one oh he got burned it was probably okay. bone coverage by his teammate i'm so, sorry I, no my, no no it was the di- the difference was is because he was left on an island and that's why it happened the play before he was he had safety help next play he doesn't get safety help he gets burnt oh okay all right and I'm, here's my thing. In defense of Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. like he's – I don't want to say a loudmouth because that has a negative connotation. No, he he's like he's like uh, a more – he's a trash talker. Yeah, like, he's a trash talker. And, like, he did that early in his career. Mm-hmm. And I, that gave people a lot – that made a lot of people have a distaste for him, especially, like, that one, the great play mm-hmm. he made against Michael Crabtree. Yeah, he made a great play. And then the sideline thing. Oh, not sideline. Like the him talking to the reporter after the game. Yeah, and like that pipe bomb basically. Yeah, that made a lot of people dislike Richard Sherman. But and he, I remember seeing uh, like a press conference like during the playoffs. Like I'm tired. He said like I'm tired of people like not giving me the respect I'm deserved. Yeah. Like and making excuses for why I'm not great. Like when all the stats show how great I am. He's what? one of. Go ahead. He's the greatest cornerback in our lifetime. I'll, I'm willing to say that. In our lifetime, he's been the greatest cornerback. But Austin, when you, okay, Na- name some safeties who who Darrell Revis has played with. Name some safeties because I, I guarantee. Mean, I, but like it's uh, I'm like we're knocking Richard Sherman for the type of defense he was. But yes, but again, that's that's the point I'm trying to make is. It's not that Richard Sherman's fault that he plays in systems where it's that cover three defense that you like to do in Madden. It's the, sorry, keep going. Oh, it's it's the fact that he's trying to say he's better than Jarrell Revis when Jarrell Revis has to follow a man doesn't doesn't have any help behind him. He doesn't have any help behind him. It's him and the guy. Well, Richard Sherman has the ability to let him face Cam Chancellor or um. Uh, or Earl Thomas, uh, Jimmy Ward. There's just Jimmy Dr- Ward. Yeah, Dr- <laughs> Jimmy Ward's a good safety. I like. He's I. The the point remains is, uh, um, Richard Sherman has an NFL caliber safety at all times behind him until he gets burned, being by himself. Gerard Revis for I don't even know how many years for Patriots, for the Jets, for the Buccaneers had to follow these players by himself. That's my point. Darrell Revis was, wasn't like the Revis Island wasn't a thing after the Jets days. Like after the his first stint with the Jets. I mean did I I don't know the st- statistics, but I'm sure he still followed people because who yeah, was the was, other corner? But it was the fight. So like during the Jets days, you also a thing to remember. Yeah. You, although I can't name him the safety 
that Darrell Reeves played yeah. with. I can name the other corner Darrell Reeves played with, Antonio Cromartie. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. Not sneeze at. Antonio Cromartie was one of the best corners in the NFL. Yeah. No, no disagreement here, but the point oh. remains is he didn't have Antonio Cromartie behind him. He had the Antonio Cromartie guarding the number two, correct? So he yeah, and, but who could guard another one? Yeah, so they, I don't know. Like, and also, like, they probably, like, didn't miss, man, like, Darrell Rivas, I don't, like, he probably guarded the number one most of the time, but they probably didn't guard the number one every time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he guarded him 99% of the time, but you better bet your ass he guarded 50 to 75% of the snaps. Yeah, okay. Richard Sherman's probably playing cover three 90% of the time and maybe has a few snaps where he's on an island. Richard, I'm going to dis- just got to agree to disagree. Richard Sherman, okay. just because he's a zone corner, doesn't take away with how. No, great he is. no, 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 no. I'm not. I know you're not saying that, but I think he does his job as a zone corner. Yes, he ever better than what Darrell D- Rivas as a man corner ever did, and yeah. that's what makes Richard Sherman a better. No, corner. no hate on Richard Sherman as a player at all. I just don't think bona fide Hall of Famer. Yes, I will give him a Hall of Famer, all that. His journey from being a wide receiver at Stanford to a corner and growing up from Compton, going to Stanford, his journey is incredible. He's a great player. He's a smart player. That doesn't take away from – I respect man corners like a Stephon Gilmore, Darrell Revis, uh, who's, another, who's another one. Uh, Was Sylaw a man corner? I think probably. Like, like uh, yeah, Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt, like – I just no, respect, back in the day, Mel Blanc couldn't mug the receiver, and no one would fly. I, I, I respect those guys because there's nobody. You can't depend on anybody else. It's you versus him, and you better win. That, that's my point. Hold on. Gonna have to agree to disagree. Okay, but back. One thing. You, oh, wait, go ahead. Related to Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to send you this video after it. You may, not, you may have seen it already. You know SB Nation on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the beef history, Richard Sherman versus Jim Harbaugh? Uh, I don't think I watched that one. I've seen beef history, but I don't think I watched that one. That's a good one. I highly recommend you, like, watch that Mm -hmm. video. It's a good video, like, talk about, like, because, like, that that 49ers Seahawks rivalry back in the day, like, that was one of the main driving factors behind it because Jim Harbaugh was the coach of Stanford when Richard Mm -hmm. Sherman was at Stanford. And, like, one of the main reasons Richard Sherman moved to corner was because of Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. and he didn't like Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who does? Let's be honest. Like I, I like Jim Harbaugh. Like I like both of them. Like, are so, you talking like, about as coaches or people? Both. You like Jim Harbaugh as a person. He just, I, I like John. I can a lot better. I like John more too, but I can see the, I, I, Jim Harbaugh has an appeal to him. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. There's an appeal to Jim Harbaugh's personality. I think I think I would like Jim Harbaugh if I was like a like athlete playing for him. But I think like in my position, like outside perspective, I just don't like him. Like I respect John way more. Yeah, I respect John more too. But yeah, fun fact: Jim Harbaugh almost took the Colts to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he should have took the Colts to a Super Bowl, yeah. but they didn't have instant. Replay back then, so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back on the main topic, I think we've been going for probably over an hour now to finish out. Is there any main points you want to bring other than Ray Lewis has maybe murdered somebody? Ray Lewis did, didn't murder anyone. Um, innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Saragusa 
best name, one of the best name on that team because Saragusa, fun yeah. name to say. One of the best defensive tackles in the league at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I just clicked on something. Um, Rod Woodson, although he was arguably, you can definitely argue he was out of his prime at that point. Still a Hall of Famer. Was still great at that point. Carried Trent Dilfer to the Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer now has a Super Bowl ring. Half as many as Peyton Manning. So, no, Trent Dilfer is half as good as Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. When he's actually, in reality, a tenth of a good as Peyton Manning. <laughs> Not even. But anyways. Ow. That hurt. Um, has met, So, yeah. Just, like, being able to carry that offense. Like, on that offense, like, only, like, real weapon I can think of. That was, like, a legit, like, weapon back nope. then was Shannon Sharp. Who was older. Like, he was, like, the Rod Woodson for that offense. Okay. I'll give you those points. Uh, I think I think it's simple. Bill Belichick had the best defense, and he's the arguably the best defensive mind in the NFL. When you look at the stats, he transformed. He was the I think the Browns did actually have decent when he was around, but they were first in points against. They carried a team with the old man who was 32 at the time, Troy Brown, who's the number two option. You had Dion Branch, who's mainly known as a kicker turner let's face it Deion Branch won a Super Bowl MVP don't know how he they had Richard Seymour Teddy Bruschi Willie McGinnis Mike Vrabel Ty Law Rodney Harrison all studs I I think most of them are at least in the Patriots Hall of Fame if not the actual Hall of Fame I just think it's undeniable at the fact when they shut down Steve McNair Peyton Manning I I would have to look at the schedule see all the teams they beat with a 14-2 record I think it's just undeniable that going toe-to-toe, I think the Patriots would have beaten the Ravens, the 2000 Ravens, in a matchup. Probably because they have a better offense. I don't know. <laughs> I, okay. Go, you you yeah. are about to tell me an offense led by Tom Brady. Yes, they have Deion Branch. And, yes, they have uh, – yeah, I already forgot half the Troy offense. Troy Brown. Troy Brown, yeah. They have those guys who, like, not – Brady's best supporting cast. But you're not about to tell me they're like that offense is not way better than the 2000 Ravens with Trent Dilfer at quarterback. But you're you're telling me Tom Brady, who's in his third year at the time, who threw for 23 touchdowns and 12 picks, uh, and had Dion. Bro, you, you my grandma could cover Dion Ranch. Yeah, come on, let's be honest. Like Deion Branch is basically the the older version of Corderell Patterson. Like they try Corderell Patterson at wide receiver, but he's just he's just not good. Like at wide receiver, he's an excellent kick returner. He's excellent on special teams, but he's not a wide receiver. And and who who's your top corner on your team? Um, McAllister. I think you're telling me he can't guard thirty two year old uh, Troy Brown. Oh, he 100% can. Exactly. Because he's on the 2000 Ravens. But if we're talking about quarterback stats, Trent Dilfer, who only started eight games, played in 11 in mm-hmm. 2000, he had 12 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> and also, I think still to this day, I'm pretty sure, only quarterback to win a Super Bowl and then be released. The next after after winning the Super Bowl, 
I'm he sure was released. I after. mean, I'm sure if you look at Tom, like you know the Patriot way, how they like to release players. I'm sure if Tom Brady was asking for Patrick Mahomes type numbers, they would have released his ass too, because that's how they do things. But because Tom Brady's Tom Brady, he was like, I got a wife who's worth a billion dollars and I can just get a $20 million salary and be on my way. Because if you remember correctly, I think they released like Ty Law the year after a Super Bowl appearance or a Super Bowl victory. So they weren't playing no games. Yeah, but so I've got to say the 2000 Ravens. Because here's the thing. The 2003 Patriots, mm-hmm. they like – they needed to be good, obviously. Yeah. But the 2000s Ravens defense needed to be great in order to win. Who did you guys play in the Super Bowl? The New York football playing Giants. Who did they have at quarterback? Was it uh, Sims? Who was the No, Sims was gone by then. One second. Let me look it back up real quick. I had it. Yeah, because, like, I can't think of who was. The, it wasn't the best. Team yeah. But they beat the Titans. Titans, who I think they just came off the Super Bowl. Like, came out of, like, being in the Super Bowl that year. They beat the Raiders, who were great back then. Yeah, yeah. It was that, it was that year because they were at the – was it – did they beat the Rams on the one-yard line, or were they the team at the one-yard line? They were the team at the one-yard line. Okay, there you go. So, let's look up. Um, Kerry Collins – was oh, the quarterback. Gary. Oh, my goodness. Gary Collins. Gary. 3,610 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, a long <laughs> a quarterback rating of 83.1. Um, they had Tiki Barber, though. Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber. Um, him and I, – I think it was Rondé who retired before his, like yeah. – Rondé was on the 2002 Buccaneers previously mentioned. Shout out. Shout out. But I think, plus the, the 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 Patriots route was a lot harder. You got Steve McNair, you got Peyton Manning, and then you got um Jake DeLome, who was good at the time. Like we know now, Jake DeLome's obviously not the best, but in the time frame, he was still a solid quarterback. Who did they play in the playoffs? Who the Ravens? The Ravens all in the playoffs. So wild card. I want to say the Ravens were the six seed this year. I could be wrong. Twelve and I'm four. Sure, I'm sure the Patriots were first with a fourteen and two record. They got so the they played the Broncos in the wild card, beat them twenty one to three. Who did the Broncos they, have? The like, Broncos. Who did they have? That's a good question. Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. Because John Elway was long gone by that time, so I don't know who was. All right, so the Broncos had three people play a quarterback. This is pretty <laughs> Brian Grease, who was a Pro Bowler. Um, Gus Froret and Jarius Jackson, who okay. threw one pass, so <laughs> that doesn't really count. <laughs> okay, and then who they play next, Ren? And then they played the Tennessee Titans, who was nothing to sneeze at back in the day. Let's see, Steve McNair, yeah, who Eddie is, George, of course, I yeah, think Eddie is, George. Wait, Steve McNair had a down year this year, though. Okay, I didn't know this. Ooh. But, all right, let's, that doesn't matter for my argument. And then um, you played who in the conference? Um, the, the Raiders. Who um, did the Raiders have? I want to say this was the year so-and-so was MVP. Um, yeah, Rich Gannon. 
Rich Gannon, first team all pro. Isn't Rich Gannon like old at that point? He's 35, but he was still a first team all pro that year. And another, that holds my point. You guys, like, let's face it, you face bums compared to Myra. What are you talking about? Tyron Wheatley, Rich Gannon, first team all pro. Once again, saying his name again. One team, one one good team. We played. Charles three. Woodson was on that Ra- Raiders team. We played three. Yeah, we played. We played the Titans. Raiders. Steve McNair had a down year. You said it yourself. But it's still Steve McNair. He still was going to show up and ball out. And Eddie George. R.I.P. Steve McNair, by the way. R.I.P. Did you ever, I don't know, did you ever watch the, I think there was a 30 for 30 on Steve McNair. There is. I need to look into that. I I think there's some documentary on it, but it's pretty good. Patriots defense. Yes, they're good. But they ha- they didn't have to be as good as the Ravens defense, who had to play perfect every single day with Trent Dilfer at quarterback. I I agree to a point, but I still think you're thinking too highly of Dion. I don't even know who the running back was. Does he even list the running back for? I can't even find the running back for the for the Giants or for the Ravens. For the Ravens. For the Ravens, who was the running back? I don't. Jamal Lewis, I think, was the running back. Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Let me look. Starters. Oh, Priest Man. Holmes is solid. We have he, he oh, solid. Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk. And some dude named Antoine Smith. You're you're really about to tell me Jamal Lewis isn't like what's like of that decade, probably one of the best running backs. Yeah. Yeah, and Patriots had a young, young Tom Brady who still hadn't caught a stride yet. Wait, they did have Vinatieri though, didn't they? Yeah, Vinatieri, best the kicker of all time. Goat kicker. Where we had nerd kicker, Mastover. <laughs> like, yeah, on that offense, they only had one pro bowler. And granted, this guy was also a first-team All-Pro this year. Jonathan Ogden, tackle. Oh, he's a he's a Hall of Famer, I believe. He's a Hall of uh, Famer. Patriots had nobody. Patriots had nobody. On not even Damian Woody. Not even Matt Light. Uh, not some dude named Daniel Graham. Nah. I mean, their best receiver, Sam, had 655 yards. Uh, okay, Dion Branch did have 803 yards. I'll get oddly. Um, Sharp had 810, my bad. But still. Okay. but AJ Shannon Sharp, who was a seventh-round pick. I always forget Shannon Sharp was a low-round pick. I mean, like, it, it just amazes me how, like, low-round picks seem to do better. Because I think – They have that I, chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I think they, they have to perform well because they always have that sixth, seventh-round pick. So, hey, Danny Pinter, who was a fifth-round pick – he might be a Hall of Famer. Stop. 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 I'm just saying hit. So you got Quinn Nelson left guard. You got Danny Pinter right guard. Who who's getting in that? Who's who's getting at uh Philip Rivers or Jacob Eason in a couple years? Probably JJ Watt. No, no, no. He's a he's a right end, so he doesn't even that's not even concerned, Danny Pinter. Um Aaron Donald's goal eight. Danny Pinter. Okay, they'll double team, so double team. They'll double team. Ryan Kelly will help Danny out, Danny Boyle. No, okay. We, okay, 
You're telling me any team isn't going to double-team Aaron Donald? Not when you have Big Q blocking him. He okay. I love Aaron, I love Quentin Nelson, but I'm not trusting one v one v one versus Aaron Donald. I I love Aaron Donald or Quentin Nelson. I uh, do not, not trust him. Not to change the subject. Yeah. But defensive coordinator for that 2000 Ravens team, the greatest Bungles coach of all Marvin time, Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Oh, don't get me started on Marvin Lewis. So they even had to overcome Marvin Lewis. They had to overcome their own team to win. I think Marvin Lewis was a solid defense. I mean, he had a – I think the Bengals had a relatively decent defense. They had Vontez Perfect. I remember Pac-Man Jones. I don't think they had that bad of a defense. Like, Like, going into, like, the playoff years, they definitely didn't have that bad of a defense. They, like, yeah. I th- I think yeah, if I remember correctly, I saw a thing where like it all like traces. There's this one coach that has like such a big tree, like coaching tree. That's like Marvin Lewis is like Harbaugh. It's like Tomlin, I think's on it. On it, Tomlin's a part of the Tony Dungy coaching tree. Maybe it's Tony Dungy. It's it's some Andy Reid has a huge Andy. Coach. It might be Andy Reid. Andy Reid, because um, Frank Reich's a part of the technically yeah. a part of. Frank Andy Reid coaching tree. Doug Peterson is obviously um, Todd Bowles, who was the coach of the Jets. Andy Reid coaching tree. Yeah. Uh, can I have a picture? <laughs> like pictures. All right, there we go. Um, your head's in the. Where's Andy Reid at? Bill Walsh has a huge coaching tree. Jesus. Yeah, it might be Bill Walsh. Yeah, so Bill Walsh, you. If most of it comes from Mike Holmgren, who had uh, some people – Steve Mariucci, John Gruden, Andy Reid, Ray Rhodes, Mike Sherman, Jim Zorn. That name who's too small, I can't read it. Um, but, like, so, like, Bill Walsh, it goes from Mike Holmgren to Andy Reid, who – Todd Boyles, Doug Peterson, Sean McDermott, who's a great coach – um, Steve. <laughs> Did you say Sean McTurn's a great coach? He's a really good coach, bro. He's, we, he got him one Super Bowl. It seems like they're a bit of a decline, though. No, Sean McDermott's the dude. Um, or, no, I was thinking Sean the, McVay. I've yeah. seen. <laughs> Sean McDermott is the coach in Buffalo. Never mind. I, I, take, I, t- I wholeheartedly apologize. Disrespectful. Ron Rivera, who's a great coach. Yep. Um, John Harbaugh, part of the yep, Andy. See, that's what I was thinking of. So, yeah. And, and Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, who's yeah. a good coach. Frank Reich, I don't know. Frank Reich is like right now um, Andy Reid during early days, Andy Reid. Because then, the Colts like do great in the first half, but yeah. then the second half, they suck. If you ever have time, look up like the Cardinals coaching staff. They have like 100 or so years of coaching experience. <laughs> like, or no, it's not the Cardinals. It, oh, the Bucks. That's what I was thinking of with Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. But. I think that's going to be it for this episode. I don't know about you, Austin. We've been going probably about an hour and a half, I would say, because we yeah, did 7.30, right? Yeah, I don't know. We didn't start recording us. It, it was roughly, though, right? Mm, yeah. So is there any last words you want to say, Austin, to the people? To the people? Uh, sh- um, if you are a fan of The Last of Us, go check that game out, even if you mm-hmm. know the spoilers and are upset by the spoilers because the spoilers a lot of people were upset by. 
I don't know them, so I can't be upset by them. <laughs> but I still recommend getting that game. I know it's going to be great. It'll be probably my new favorite game of all time, mm-hmm. I would guess. Um, the Legion of Boom is still the best defense of all time. Richard Sherman's better than Darrell Rivas. I'll never forget. Um, wear your mask. Don't assume you know more than the CDC. Yep. Um, and, yeah. Okay. Um, and another thing I want to add since I, I forgot, let us know which side you're on. If you agree with Austin, what's your Twitter? Um, ABHeart04. I still need to make a Twitter for the podcast. I forgot to do that. So I'm I mean, do it's that. all good. Like, whenever is fine. And then my – uh, my Twitter, if you agree with my, of course, the best opinion of all time, at Sam underscore Thillman. Let us know who's right, who's wrong. Give us your reasons why, and don't be stupid about it. Don't mm. don't troll us. Let us know your reasoning, why you side with one or the other. And, yeah, I think that's going to be it. What Austin, do you know what topic you want to talk about next week? Okay. So, it's Jacob brought up – I was talking to Jacob about it, mm. and he brought up a really good topic – but if we talk about this, I think it'll be cool if we brought Jacob onto it. Okay. The podcast. It was best fight in sports history. Best fight. Are you talking about UFC or are you talking about like non house? Non non combat things. Okay. So but like well, I guess we need to discuss like like we can talk about this next podcast. Like yeah. are we including hockey? In combat sports. Yeah, well, I I think I think hockey is because it's such a regular thing. I think we should do non-regular like sports that don't usually have fights, like because, soccer, NFL, NBA. Because like, all right, um, how about we we can talk about a lot though? Because yeah. like Jacob showed me this one video, a hockey yeah. fight, way back in the day, and it's one of the best videos yeah. ever. Like, okay. I'm gonna send it to you afterwards. Okay. We should definitely talk about it next podcast. Okay. So for you listeners out there, be sure to, uh, I'll probably, we'll probably uh, at this point, we're aiming to record it next Wednesday. I'll put it up next Thursday, most likely unless shit happens, shit happens. We all know it. I know, you know, it, Austin life mm-hmm. happens. If things happen, we'll just move it some other day. It's yeah. whatever. It is but, what it is, but be on the lookout for that next Thursday. And yeah, I think that's going to wrap up a pretty good episode. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to end this. Like, no, I think that's a good ending, bro. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great ending. ending. Uh, have a great weekend from me and Austin both. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday. See ya.